And here we go, friends. We are recording live. Yesterday, we were live from fast food restaurants. Today, we are live from the RV of enlightenment. So I want to welcome my friends, my family, my wonderful mother. Thank you for joining me today. And what a day it is, a Friday. I can smell the weekend. I've got cold beer. The grill's warmed and ready for me. Cigars are coming out of the humidor. The kids are putting a sprinkler into the middle of the yard. It's time to breathe for a minute. Around here, though, the work never stops. At Maven's Top 3, we're working to educate the masses. We want to help people learn something good or at least put something out there that is so absolutely wrong that someone's going to call in and correct me, and then I will go on record as supporting you, and I will then be right after being wrong. See how, see how that works? Fridays are fun around here. Uh, one of the lowest forms of creativity that I participate in is using a daily alliteration to keep track of all the topics that we discuss through the week. Media Monday, Tech Tuesday, New Words Wednesday, Top 3 Thursday, uh, Help a Friend Friday, Stupid News Saturday or Sunday whenever I can get to it. Uh, really, it's just to keep me on track, even just a little bit. This thing would devolve into a ranting train wreck in no time without some rails for us to run on. So I'm going to go with the alliteration. So here's my multi-pronged attack for Fridays. I'll take call-ins. I'll scour my friends, posts on Facebook, on Twitter, all on the lookout for good questions that people are asking me or asking in general. I'll do the research. I will spit out answers for all of us this week. Molly, she's a good friend of mine, asked on Facebook, I'm going to quote, who has experience with making cold brew from home and can offer some tips and tricks? I adore chameleon cold brew, but along with saving money, I'd like to cut down on the waste I'm creating by buying those glass bottles. Edit, I would prefer a system that doesn't require paper filters, less waste, makes a smoother, less acidic brew, and the less counter space it takes, the better. So why should you trust me with your answer today? Well, I'm at least 20 hours into researching cold brew coffee methods. I've purchased multiple systems. I'm drinking, listen, right here. Mmm, that was delicious. I, I'm drinking my freshly steeped liquid gold right now. Most importantly, I've backed up my big talk as a coffee connoisseur by registering for an amateur barista brew down at an OKC third wave coffee shop and I brought home the gold. I'm Rex Barrett with Maven's Top 3. I do the hard work of gathering what's best in media, tech, fun, and today, coffee, I'm passing on my top three lists to you. It's Friday, Friday, help a, help a, help a little friend, help a little friend, help a little friend Fridays. Let's do a little bit of a breakdown on what cold brew is and what makes cold brew special. It's spendy. It's not just cold brewed coffee. If you get coffee from someplace and they have just made hot coffee cold, you are not drinking the right thing. This is a process where you leave the ground steeping in water for 12 to 24 hours. You filter out the coffee grounds by some method. Typically, uh, you dilute it with water because you're making a concentrate, or you can add a milk product or a fraudulent milk product to it, and you drink it on a hot summer's day. It's fantastic. It's less acidic, it's smooth, and for me, it somehow shoots the caffeine straight into my veins. It gives me workplace superpowers for several extra hours in a day. I love it. So a local coffee shop here, just to show you how easy it is to make, they, they have a, a five-gallon bucket. They dump a bunch of water in. They have a cheesecloth-filled sack of grounds. They throw it into the water, and then they spit out tons of cold brew every single day. 
So it's a simple process once you sort out your water to coffee ground to time steeping ratio. You're probably not gonna go through that much at home, but you can make a lot of it because you can store it and use it daily. I get about a week, maybe maybe a week and a half out of my cold brew before I can taste any changes when storing in the fridge. So coffee beans shoot out coffee juice in different ways depending on if you use hot or cold water. Brewing at a lower temperature is gonna give you lower acidity, like 65 or 70% lower uh, than you normally drink with your hot coffee, which is probably helpful for your stomach if you have some of those type of issues. Now, there's a bit of a fight on where the caffeine lands on cold brew. I'm going to give you my humble yet accurate opinion here. You're having more caffeine by drinking cold brew. Sure, cold water extracts less caffeine ground per ground compared to hot, but I'm telling you, you're going to drink this at a much higher coffee to water ratio than brewed coffee, like probably two to three times more concentrated than you would drink in hot coffee. And you've got to drink this junk strong. You'll drink more of it because you're probably gonna gulp it instead of sipping on it like you would its hot counterpart. And yeah, you're gonna drink a chunk of caffeine. Now, since this is a simple process, most cold brew systems center on how easy they can make cleanup. And one final thing, if you're a person who has said, I wish coffee tasted just like it smelled, I would drink that, then cold brew is for you. So let's look at three of my favorite ways to make some cold brew coffee. First up, we have the coffee toddy. This is what I currently use to whip up a batch of cold brew. You have two main parts. You have this plastic bucket that holds seven cups of water and 12 ounces of coarse ground coffee beans. And then you have the bottom part, which is your glass jar and then a lid that seals in the freshness after brewing. Now, it's not a pretty thing. You're not going to want to store this thing on your countertop, but you pour in a bit of water. You pour in half the bag of beans. You pour in a few more cups of water. You pour in the rest of your beans. You pour in the remaining water in a circular fashion to wet the grounds. And you use a spoon back to make sure the beans are under the water. You do not stir it. You just kind of press it down and make sure that all the grounds are getting wet. You wait until the next day. Now, you dump your coffee juice into the jar. The bottom of the bucket has this rubber stopper. You pull that out, it's gonna drain into the jar. It's gonna pass through a felt filter that can be used around 10 times. Amazon sells a stack of them. Um, ice goes in the cup, coffee goes next, water to taste next. You can't drink it straight. It's, uh, it's just too much, friends. It's just too much. You'll make about 40 ounces of coffee concentrate, and I'd recommend about one part coffee cold brew to three parts water. That Well, actually, that's what they recommend. Uh, I would go with one part coffee to about two parts water because the ice is going to melt, and I want my drink to stay strong the entire time. The Coffee Toddy sells for 35 bucks on Amazon. Four extra filters are $10, and you can purchase it from the link that's in the show notes or if you're listening on anchor you'll see it right under the segment title and yes this is an affiliate link because i'm trying to get my hustle on next up we have the oxo good grips cold brew coffee maker sweet home is one of my favorite websites it's filled with a team of people who love to research just like me they do reviews and you should go there frequently Here's what they have to say about the next cold brew system I'm recommending, the OXO Good Grips Cold Brew Coffee Maker. 
quote, after the past two years, we've looked at 15 cold brew coffee makers, analyzed dozens of at-home brewing methods and recipes, made concentrate for more than 300 cups of coffee, served samples to tasting panel that included expert baristas. And after all our testing, we found the OXO Good Grips cold brew coffee maker offers the best way to make smooth, delicious iced coffee at home. It's easy to use and well-designed, and in our tests, it made cold coffee with balanced acidity, a stronger aroma, and a cleaner finish. Close those. So this is just the same process of what I described up above, what I just described. It's, it's just adding a couple extra neat cheats. It comes with a metal filter, so no more buying replacements, though for you paper geeks, you can buy a paper filter if you really do want to. And when you pour the water over the grounds, this unit has this sieve over the top that makes it rain down on the grounds, making sure that all of them are wet so you're getting really nice extraction from your beans. It's the same type of low-tech process, though, as the toddy. It's just in a nicer package, and you probably could leave this one on your counter. You're going to pay for that, though. It's $50 on Amazon. That's $15 more than the toddy. And it might be the one that I'm moving to next if I were to break any of my toddy components. Though that's probably not likely because I've had my coffee toddy for over 10 years now. So I'm going to put the link in this spot below on Anchor. It's going to be in the notes on the podcast show notes. But I'm going to go ahead and put Sweet Home's affiliate link in there because I quoted them and it doesn't feel right to steal from their research. The third and final method we're going to talk about for making cold brew coffee is using something that you might even have at home, and that's the DIY French press method. Now, it's not going to make nearly as much as the other units that I've been talking about. And remember, you can make a larger amount because you're going to get about a two-week refrigeration life out of your cold brew coffee. This is just going to make a day or two, but that's all right. Grab your French press, the bigger one, uh, two-thirds cup of coffee beans, place it in the French press, three cups of room temperature water, stir the grinds into the water, place the plunger on top, and store it in the refrigerator for about 12 hours. Now, you're going to real carefully press down the plunger. You don't want to agitate that. It'll it'll unleash some nasty tasting things. So real slow, real slow, all the way to the bottom, 30, 45 second press, boom, you got your brew. Now dump it out because you're going to want to put it in a different container. You don't want the beans still touching the water. That'll still extract. So you're going to pour that out. Now you're going to taste it. Is it too strong? Add some water. You're good to go. Now I found that I have a sediment issue because I don't have the fanciest of grinders. So I end up having to pour it through some sort of paper or metal filter, but you probably have some other coffee gadget at your house sitting around. Now, if you don't have a big French press, you're gonna do a seven to one ratio, water to coffee by weight. And that was big episode 016, and this is a wrap. Uh, here you heard me chat about my current top three ways to make cold brew coffee. You got thoughts? I bet you do. I bet you do. I want to hear about them. If this is your first Maven podcast that you've listened to, look up past episodes. We've talked about my favorite podcast. We've talked about uh, my current favorite three reads. We've talked about TV that we're excited to watch over the next few months. Most controversially, we've talked fast food burgers. And yesterday, we talked French fries. So do you have thoughts? Do you have questions? Do you have comments? It's easy to reach me. Download the Anchor app in the App Store. Hit the call-in button to tell me about it. I might just publish your thoughts. You want to chat on Twitter? Find me at RexBOKC. And you can find this podcast at maven.show 
or where all fine podcasts are distributed. See ya.